ہزرت اصغر گونوی رحمۃ اللہ علیہ اور شیخ حضرت مولانا شاہ کی محمد اختر صاحب رحمۃ اللہ علیہ یوز ٹو آفن مینشن دس کپلٹ دس کپلٹ ہی سی دیٹ لیا ہے ہم نے درد دل کھو کے بہار زندگی لیا ہے ہم نے درد دل کھو کے بہار زندگی ایک گلے تر کے واسطے سارا جہاز اٹھا دیا what this means is he is expressing that this love of allah taala this muhabbat of allah taala that we acquired so now this ahlullah he is not making any claim for himself he is talking about the lovers of allah taala that the true lovers of allah taala who have attained this very great intense muhabbat of allah taala so he is expressing their situation But how did they get there? What was the route by which they got to this destination? Did it just happen? It was just something that they dreamt about and the next morning they woke up and they just suddenly found that they were now filled with brimming with this Muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala. That too is not impossible. These kind of incidents have also happened in time. But those incidents are the exceptions. And a person doesn't live by the exceptions in life. You go by the rule. The rule is, وَالَّذِينَ جَاهَدُوا فِيْنَا لَنَهْدِيَنَّهُمْ سُبُولَنَا وَإِنَّ اللَّهَ لَمَعَ الْمُحْسِنِينَ That is the rule. The rule is that those who will strive, they will strive to attain the muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala, strive to gain the closeness of Allah Ta'ala, and in the striving there will be many sacrifices to be made sacrifices one is those sacrifices which are compulsory sacrificing everything that is haram whatever comes in the way those temptations sometimes the heart is tugging in that direction or sometimes it is some obstacle from the side of the society of the community from family sometimes some near and dear ones some obstacles that are put in the way of doing what is right or because a person must stop doing the wrong now he is suddenly faced with a great amount of opposition so now the sacrifice is to be made because it's either now he will sacrifice the law of Allah Ta'ala or he is going to sacrifice whatever the pressures that are going to come upon him so he is going to make some sacrifices somewhere and bear that pressure but do what is right so that is the rule 
the rule by which people have reached this great position of the muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala. It didn't happen by just wishful thinking. So this reality that people went through this process, Ahadullah went through this great striving, they gave a lot in the path of Allah wa Ta'ala. And then they attained something. So this is what he is expressing in this little couplet. And he is saying that Liahe Hamne Darde Dil Khoke Bahare Zindagi. That we acquired this Darde Dil. Darde Dil, the Muhammad of Allah Ta'ala is referred to by Darde Dil. Literally translated, literally translated it means the pain of the heart. But this is not the pain that is bitter. There is no sweeter pain than this. The Muhammad of Allah Ta'ala, which the Ahlullah refer to as Dardadil, this is the sweetest pain that somebody can acquire. That Haji Imdadullah Muhajir Makki this was part of his munajat as well. Ya Allah grant me this one zarra, this one ayota of your muhabbat ke be dard marta hai bimar tera Allah without this dard, without this pain I'm dying if I don't have this pain that becomes my death this is a very strange thing normally pain pain becomes the sign of death or starts making a person thinking that am I going to survive such a severe pain I mean, a person is feeling no pain and he's very comfortable he's very relaxed the thought of death also doesn't come to his mind. And yet he's saying, Bedard Marta hai bimar tera. Allah, the person who is sick, sick, that sickness which there's no better sickness than it. Person is sick in your love. Without this pain, he's dying. He needs this pain to survive. The sweetest pain that a person can ever experience. The pain of the muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala. Because love, love, has its pain but the person who has acquired that muhabbat he cannot do without it so now this is what he is explaining here that humne darde dil khoke bahare zindagi that we acquired this muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala but it didn't come for free khoke bahare zindagi we gave all, gave up all the glitter and glamour of dunya whatever was becoming an obstacle Whatever was becoming an impediment, whatever was distracting us, whatever was now taking our attention away from Allah Ta'ala. So all these things were in the way. Sometimes it was family maybe. Sometimes it was maybe some worldly occupation. Sometimes some device. Sometimes some temptation of some other sort. Whatever it might have been, we made those necessary sacrifices and when those sacrifices were made then Allah Ta'ala blessed with this muhabbat Allah Ta'ala filled the heart because this was all being done for Allah Ta'ala and to the extent that a person sacrifices for Allah Ta'ala then Allah Ta'ala draws him he becomes Allah Ta'ala's so Allahu yajtabi ilayhi may yasha wa yahdi ilayhi may yuneeb the person who shows this inclination towards Allah Ta'ala and then he makes that mujahada, he strives, he struggles 
So then Allah Ta'ala opens a way for him and he progresses. So he says, لِيَاهِ هَمْنَ دَرْدِ دِلْ خُوكِ بَحَارِ زِنْدَگِي All these temptations, all these things that were very very enticing, all this glitter and glamour, all the things, obviously this doesn't refer to halal ni'mat. Halal ni'mat provided that it is kept within the limits. That halal ni'mat doesn't become a source of neglect. Person uses it, but he doesn't become engrossed in it. Person becomes engrossed in it, he's going to become neglectful. But he uses it within its limits, that too will become an aid and a help for him to get closer to Allah Ta'ala. So this is not referring to the halal ni'mat that are used within their limits. But what is not used within its limits, or that which Allah Ta'ala has made forbidden, this is what is referred to all this glitter and glamour. That a person now gives his heart to dunya and his whole concern is how to keep multiplying dunya and all the aspirations of dunya and that becomes his day and night whether he's in salah that is his salah whether he's in dua that is his dua person goes to haramain sharifain also that is what is his concern all the time and day and night his whole his whole concern and his whole life revolves around dunya. Either how to make the dunya or how to spend the dunya for his comforts and luxuries and leisure and pleasure. That becomes the sum total of his life. So, this is what is now being expressed here that all this glitter and glamour we gave it up. Ek gule tar ke waste sara jaha luta diya. Says ek gule tar ke waste Gulatariya refers to the ever-living Allah. Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala. In order to gain Allah Ta'ala, to gain His Muhabbad, to gain His closeness, a gulatar ke waste, sara jaha luta diya. We sacrificed the whole world. He gave everything. Meaning anything and everything that was becoming an obstacle, anything and everything that was becoming an impediment, anything that was blocking the way of our progress. So we had to make those sacrifices, we made it. And we made it, when the person who tramples his nafs, then he gains Allah Ta'ala. Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal rahmatullah he had a vision, and in this vision, he inquired from Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala, that what is the path to get to you? And the answer that came to him was, da' nafsaka wa ta'al. Leave your nafs behind, and you're there. Leave your nafs behind, one foot in trampling the nafs, and the next foot a person has reached his destination. So now all these things that are related to nafs, all these things that become an obstacle in getting closer to Allah Ta'ala, that are related to nafs, the haram temptations, the desires, the things that happen in the workplace, the intermingling that all starts bringing about so many issues, things that happen in family gatherings, where the free intermingling carries on and there's no consciousness of the laws of hijab and parda and segregation things that happen in the sporting fields and whatnot, and in those circles and various in schools and universities and whatever carries on and then that is one part of it then whatever is then being flooded into our hearts and minds through all those devices Sometimes in the name of some very innocent sounding things, 
person is no, he's, he's keeping up with the news and somebody is keeping up with something else and somebody needs it for this and somebody needs it for that but after having admitted and acknowledged that this has repeatedly dropped me it has caused so much of havoc in my life it has caused so much of problems for me it has now contaminated my heart and mind my sajda is no more clean also and even reciting Quran Sharif is no more now pure after all this acknowledgement and after all this admission of guilt which we do with our own tongues and then the last line still is but I can't do without it because of A, B, C, D, E so it is like a person saying that look this is burning me down but even if it burns me but I have need for it so now by the time the person really is going to have that need is going to be burned down now this is that message that is being given here that if you want to gain this proximity of Allah Taala, you want to gain this nearness of Allah Taala, this muhabbat of Allah Taala, it's not going to come without paying the price for it and the price the price is that stamping this nafs the very nature of this nafs is to incite towards evil keeps inciting, keeps provoking a person and inciting evil within him keeps putting temptations, vasvasa and now when a person gives into it, he's feeding it now sometimes it's in the guise of something innocent because it starts off from there but then it starts off from something so called innocent but then that shaitan's trap when the person wants to bring that fish into the frying pan so he doesn't show it the hook what he shows it is a bait but inside the bait is a hook there isn't a very sharp looking object there that the fish can see but that sharp looking object is hidden inside so what is outside is very very innocent very uh, just harmless but the harm is all hidden inside it so now when that fish bites then it's caught first it was catching now it got caught, it thought it's catching some food but now when it bit it got caught, now it's trying to release it's now hit. the fish is caught now it's being reeled towards the frying pan so this is what shaitan does put some very innocent looking front and in the midst of all that is the traps of shaitan so now the person who is aspiring to get this closeness of Allah wa ta'ala, he will become conscious of this nafs that this is its nature it constantly incites towards evil until and unless a person has repeatedly he has defied the nafs the nafs is tempting towards the haram and he defies it he stamps it it sometimes feels like his heart might break but he is ready to let that heart break but not break the command of Allah Ta'ala. and this happens over and over again every time this happens the heart is being strengthened the hadith sharif there is one lengthy hadith sharif where Hazrat Umar ibn Khattab on one occasion he asked that who heard Rasulullah mention the fitan the various trials that would come about the things that will become very testing for people and some said yes we heard but then they were referring to the day to day issues he said no I am not talking about that I am talking about those fitnas that will come like the waves of the ocean Hazrat Khuzaifa bin Jaman says I heard it he asked him what did you hear 
And then he went on to explain what Rasulullah had mentioned. That fitnas will come and the example that was given like a straw mat. When a person is making the straw mat, he just keeps dropping the straws quickly one after the other in place. Now this is a, an example that has been given of how the fitnas will just fall. We haven't seen how a straw mat is made, so we can't relate to the example. But those who, in those days that was a standard thing, everybody knew how a straw mat is made. So those examples were brought to the people's attention. Which merely by just hearing about it, they will get the full picture of what is being said. Our example to understand is very simply that one other hadith sharif gives like the string of bees, like a tasbih. You cut it at one point and now it was now strung together and now it's hanging loose. One end is hanging loose. So that tasbih as soon as it's cut, those beads are no more going to remain where they are. As soon as it's cut, the beads start falling and they don't fall one at a time and one falls and after some time another one falls and then after some time a third falls they fall in succession one has barely left that string and the next one is already there and the third is already there this is the example given in another hadith sharif how the fitnas will come now why is all this being said to us why did Hazrat Umar ibn Khattab ask about this to alert everybody in that time there was nothing like this but yet they are concerned because when these fitnas come then Iman is at stake and all kinds of fitnas fitnas of the most weird things fitnas from an ideological side fitnas in terms of all the evils and vices the sins and fitna of dunya in all its forms so Hazrat Umar ibn Khattab out of this concern being the personality he was yet this concern so the Hosea is explaining that now these fitnas will come and then he says فَأَيُّ قَلْبٍ أُشْرِبَهَا نُكِتَ فِيهِ نُكْتَةٌ سَوْدَى فَأَيُّ قَلْبٍ أَنْكَرَهَا نُكِتَ فِيهِ نُكْتَةٌ بَيْضَى حَتَّى تَصِيرُ عَلَى قَلْبَيْنِ so now there's going to be two situations when this fitna comes, the fitna attacks the heart. The fitna, the fitna of all the filth, it doesn't attack just the eyes, it attacks the heart. The fitna of wealth attacks the heart. The fitna of woman will attack the heart. And the person is in the workplace and he's got all kinds of stories about, but he has to do this and he has to do that. And in the meantime, the fitna upon fitna is attacking his heart. Person is in school, is in university, and he's got so many issues, he's got this project to do, and this has to be done jointly in a group, and that has to be done in this manner. But in the meantime, the fitnas are attacking his heart. And the person has got his device all the time, he's stuck on it, and he's got all the excuses for it, but he doesn't know how to control himself, and one fitna after the other is attacking his heart. But now, this is the message that is being given in this hadith, hadith Sharif that the fitnas will attack the heart. Tu'radul fitnu ala al-qulub kal-hasiri udan udan. One after the other they are attacking. And now there will be one of two situations, two kinds of hearts. Fa'ayyu qalbin ushribaha nukita fihi nuktatun sauda. 
some heart will just grab onto it, latch onto it, just absorb it. Whatever comes, let it come. Because it sounds very exciting, it's very tempting, it promises a lot of fun. And everybody is doing it in any case. These are the kind of things that we will say. Now everybody is doing it. Everybody is into this thing. So if everybody needs so now as if then if some impermissible thing everybody has got into it, it now makes it permissible. Some haram if one billion people, one billion people get into it, it will still be haram. And in fact now it will be even more dangerous. Because when it becomes widespread, then it means that anybody and everybody is in danger. And something is really happening, then it is not so dangerous. But when it's widespread, it's common, everybody is at risk. So now that heart that accepts it, meaning absorbs it, the person gives into it, that heart now, some darkness enters it. Now one fitna, the darkness enters it. The second fitna, more darkness. The third fitna, more darkness. And now this goes on. Until the heart is engulfed in darkness. And on the other side, Nabi Islam is saying that heart which rejects it. Heart rejects it, meaning the attack was there, but that didn't just get left undefended. That attack was repelled. When a person is physically attacked, he doesn't just remain passive and say, no, well, well, somebody is attacking now, so what must I do? He does everything in his, whatever is in his capacity, to defend himself. He is physically being attacked, he will attack also. He will defend himself, and if he cannot do anything else, then the least he do is he will flee from there. So likewise, when shaitan attacks, when the nafs is trapping somebody, so now he just remains passive, he says, well now, you know, these things are all over the place, and what do I do? No, no, he has to now do something as well. So this is the word used in the Hadith Sharif. ankara rejects it by repelling it. He engages himself in those things that will help to repel it. Number one, he will stay far away from the means of sin. Number two, so now if the person doesn't want to stay far away from the means of sin, then he's inviting sin. He'll stay far away from the means of sin. Because he has got a very great mission. He wants to acquire this Muhammad of Allah Ta'ala. He wants to become close to Allah Ta'ala. So now he has to negate something. So now he rejects it by fleeing from it. Then he engages in his heart in the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala. He starts bringing to mind the azab of the sin. He starts bringing to mind the disgrace of dunya. If that is still something far away from him, then this is something he sees all the time happening. Then what goes on? So at least that should become a barrier. So now every time that he made this mujahada and he rejected this, that took a toll on the heart. A toll in the sense that it required some mujahada, it required some effort from within. But as a result, it brought noor in the heart. That one time that he did this, that noor that comes from the entire night of Nawafil, that too is tremendous. But this one rejection of this fitna brings greater noor. And then the second time, more noor. 
the third time more noor now this continues on the one side this person's heart is getting filled with darkness and this person's heart is getting lightened filled with light with noor the nabi sallallahu says hatta tasira ala qalbain eventually the hearts become in two categories the one the one category nabi sallallahu explains it becomes like an overturned vessel overturned vessel this example many times is used that a person puts a cup also a small cup under the Niagara Falls the Niagara Falls at any say there's three different points that there's a falls but in one point alone there's three million liters of water Allah Ta'ala's Qudrat three million liters of water that flow off that falls not every day or every hour every minute 3 million liters more than 3 million liters of water every second Allah Ta'ala's Qudrat Allah Shan more than 3 million liters of water every second but now even at that point also somebody goes and puts that small cup also upside down and forget now 1 minute 3 million liters water flowing past there he keeps it for 3 days but after three days too, when he goes pick it up from there, it will be just as empty as ever. Because it's upside down. So now this is what the example Nabi Islam is saying, that every time this heart continued taking this fitna, as a result, it gets turned upside down. Becomes like an upside, upside down vessel. لا يعرف معروفا ولا ينكر منكرا إلا ما أشرب من هواه Nabi Islam says his heart now, it can't recognize any good and it cannot reject any evil anymore the only thing it's concerned about is chasing after its desires this becomes the day and night of this heart that it must chase its desires if something is of a halal nature well and good and if it's not halal it's haram then to what whatever is there must happen now and now a person just keeps going deeper and deeper into it but now that becomes his day and night that becomes his mind that becomes his heart that becomes everything then in the process everything else becomes a casualty sometimes his family is being lost his marriage is breaking down his parents are becoming estranged from him and he becomes whatever but nothing bothers him as long as he can keep chasing past those, behind those desires. So Nabi Islam says this becomes one category. And the other person, the other person continued making that mujahada. Often this is the waswasa shaitan puts in the heart. Others are all enjoying themselves, they're going wherever they want to go. And now it is this fair and that fair and this celebration and this holiday time and people are all over the place. Yes, there's a lot of nudity there, there's a lot of intermingling there, but they all are there. And only I'm the only one not there. So now, and I'm doing all this, and sometimes there are even greater danger, very dangerous vaswasas. Very dangerous vaswasas that shaitan whispers in the hearts. Look at that person, he's doing all these wrong things and he seems to be prospering. I'm doing all the right things and I don't seem to be getting anywhere. Getting anywhere our whole standard of progress 
is only dunya. That person seems to be progressing in dunya. So despite his sins, he's progressing in dunya, so he's very successful. And despite my obedience, I'm not progressing in dunya, so I failed. So the whole standard of passing and failing, succeeding and failing has become dunya. Whereas dunya is such a temporary place, how can this temporary place become the standard of passing and failing? And if this was the standard of passing and failing, then would it have been the case that Rasulullah would have left this dunya and that lamp was burning with oil that was borrowed? Would that have been the case? Would it have been the case that he passed away and in order to just for that meager provisions at that time he had to uh, give his armor in as a guarantee because something had to be taken on credit it was taken from a Jew and this was taken from a Jew to avoid any of the Sahaba knowing what the position is what the condition is because they will come and lay their lives down so the reality of the situation was kept concealed and for that provision that was required this credit transaction was done with the Jew and in order to now that person wanted some guarantee so the armor of Nabi Wasallam was now kept as guarantee would this have been the case? Who was more successful than Rasulullah But in terms of dunya, this is how he left. So neither is this a basis of success and nor in itself a standard of failure. Failure and success is dependent on to what extent the person has been obedient to Allah Ta'ala, to that extent he is successful. And how much of disobedience that is the extent of failure. Failure and success on this basis. These are very common things come. Sometimes people are very concerned. This person was involved in all these kind of haram relationships. And despite all the haram relationships, she just got married so easily. And I stayed away from all this. I never ever got into any haram relationship. But I just can't get any proposal also. So as if I failed. And it, does it seem like if you do those things, then things work out for you. And if you do this, then you fail. But is this the standard of passing and failing? These are dangerous wasabis of shaitan. That way shaitan takes our mind into such things that na'uzubillah, we start becoming, we start harboring ill thoughts about Allah Ta'ala. So this heart, Nabi Islam is describing that heart that rejects the fitna. Now it continues rejecting the fitna. And this nur continues building up to the extent that Nabi Islam says that the heart becomes like marble. Marble. Marble one is that it is completely white. So the slightest dot also will show on it. Meaning it becomes completely clean. Any dust comes immediately, it will be easy to clean it off. Because you will recognize it. And then it's very tough, very strong. Nothing penetrates it. It's all on the surface. The dust settles on the surface and it's easy to wipe it off. So therefore Rasulullah says that that heart becomes, as we may call it, fitna proof. But it didn't become fitna proof in one day, in one month, not even in one year. Illa mashallah. Repeated mujahada. Repeated rejection of the fitnas. And in time, that heart became fitna proof. Now the person, the fitna has just bounced off him. 
They attack him but bounce off him, can't affect him. But this, this didn't happen overnight. Now this is that message that was being expressed in that same couplet that we started off with. Liyahe humne dard dil khoke bahar zindagi That this dard dil, it didn't come just like that. It didn't just come by just imagining things. By, well I need to have this and I need to do that and I need to be in all these environments and I need to be doing what others are doing. I can't stay out of the fun. And now I'll just be like a loner and all these things shaitan starts putting all these wasawis so now we also fall into it no no the person now he accepted being a loner though that created some sadness it created some maybe grief also but he says this grief is for Allah Ta'ala Allah Ta'ala then turns that grief into happiness that heart that opens out for deen that bashashatul iman that heart that becomes now so receptive for whatever Allah Ta'ala has said for the Quran Sharif for the words of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam that Bashashatul Qalb that is no small thing that is a tremendously great thing so this heart then becomes fitna proof so now this is what he is explaining Liyahe humne darde dil khoke bahare zindagi we have to sacrifice all these things all this glitter and glamour and for one Allah we sacrifice the whole world then we got Allah so now this Mubarak month of Ramadan has come to teach us just this during the day we fast for Allah Ta'ala and sacrifice halal food and drink and halal relationships for the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala on the command of Allah Ta'ala is teaching us purely the lesson of sacrificing for Allah. Person now, the, he's kept fast the whole day and we still are not yet in summer, but some parts of the world it is summer already and the fast is 19 hours, some places 20 hours. The person has kept the 20 hour fast and then he is still performing Taraweeh Salah as well and making Khatam of the Quran Sharif also. And standing for Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala. He sacrificed things in the day. He's sacrificing his night. The whole month of Ramadan is teaching us sacrifice for Allah Ta'ala. Ek gule tar ke waste sara jahal uta diya. Now this lesson of sacrifice, this is during the month of Ramadan, during the cause of the day, from halal food and drink etc. It's teaching us to sacrifice everything Allah has made haram all the time. All the temptations, all the haram desires to learn to trample them, to sacrifice them for Allah wa ta'ala, to the extent that this mujahada will be undertaken. That is the thing to commit ourselves. And that is the thing to keep making dua for. And that is what we need to condition our hearts and minds for. That these challenges will come. They'll come at every angle, in every corner. They'll come in every form and guise. But we have to strengthen our hearts and minds to be ready for that mujahada. With the fuzzle of Allah Ta'ala, with the grace of Allah Ta'ala. When a person has committed himself to that, he has made that intention. That is the first aspect. Without that, nothing is going to happen. وَمَنْ أَرَادَ الْآخِرَةِ وَسَعَى لَهَا سَعْيَهَا وَهُوَ مُؤْمِنِ فَأُولَٰئِكَ كَانَ سَعْيُهُمْ مَشْكُرًا It starts off with irada. وَمَنْ أَرَادَ الْآخِرَةِ He wants to gain the akhirat. Gaining the akhirat meaning, he wants to gain 
the bounties of Allah Ta'ala in the Akhirat. That will come when he has gained Allah Ta'ala. So now the first thing is that irada, that intention, that determination. But then after the intention, he doesn't just sit idly. And he makes the proportionate effort. The proportionate effort, the most fundamental part of the proportionate effort is that he fulfills the faraiz, the wajibat, and alongside come the sunnat muakkada and he gives up sin. This is the most fundamental level of that proportionate effort. And then beyond that, as much as he can do in terms of nawafil, in terms of all the amal, then this wasa'alaha sayaha, wa huwa mu'minun, all this on the foundation of iman, this is a precondition. Wa huwa mu'min, this is a shart, and a hal, this is a condition that he must be in a state of iman. Without iman, nothing is of any avail to the person in akhirat. So the person who has made that proportionate effort, but where it started off from, with the intention. So now we don't even have that intention, maybe we're going to make the effort. So now we have to commit ourselves, make that intention. That I am going to trample this nafs. This is the greatest obstacle. And this, this etikaf, as we discussed last night, etikaf is not about a'mal. A'mal will enhance the etikaf. If a person just laid idly the entire time of the last 10 days, he performed his first salah, he kept his fast in the day, and he didn't do any nawafil, didn't make any tilawat, he deprived himself of tremendous good, but the etikaf will be fulfilled if he didn't cross the limits of etikaf, he didn't go out of the masjid boundary without any valid reason, etc. The etikaf is still fulfilled, and that entire time was ibadat. That is the very great bounty of etikaf, that a person is 24 hours in ibadat, he's sleeping also, he's in ibadat, he's eating also, he's in ibadat, and this is one of the objectives of etikaf as well, that a person by means of being in etikaf, he can never miss Laylatul Qadr. Because even if he is not doing anything additional, he is still in ibadat. But obviously he has deprived himself of a lot, when he could be doing more and he didn't do it. So but if this is not etikaf, then what is etikaf? And as discussed, etikaf is all about connecting ourselves to Allah Ta'ala. And that will happen, the starting point is to detach ourselves from this nafsi ammara bisu. To make such an effort on it that it becomes nafsi lawama. It starts rebuking us when we want to commit sin. And it then goes beyond to nafsi mutma'inna. Then this attachment, when it comes to nafsi mutma'inna, Ya ayyatuhan nafsul mutma'inna, irji'i ila rabbiki radiyatan mardiya. This is when that connection with Allah Ta'ala has been established. So now this is the whole effort. And this starts off with this intention that I'm ready to make the sacrifice. to give something. First is La ilaha, then is illallah. First is the negation of all the ghayrullah. Without negating ghayrullah, illallah is not going to come. So that ghayrullah will have to be negated. And to the extent that it is negated, then this muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala will be achieved. So this irada, this intention, this determination, and together with that determination, the proportionate effort. فَأُولَٰئِكَ كَانَ سَعْيُهُمْ مَشْكُورًا Their effort will now be appreciated by Allah Ta'ala. And how Allah Ta'ala appreciates it? Allah Ta'ala makes them His. إِنْ أَوْلِيَاءُهُ إِلَّا الْمُتَّقُونَ This is the Ashikana Tarjuma. Allah Ta'ala is 
saying mere dost ban jao become my friends allah taala is extending his hands of friendship but who will become his friends the muttaqun what is ramadan all about save taqwa bringing taqwa in our lives becoming conscious of allah taala staying away from all sin this is the basis of taqwa and this is what everything else will progress on may allah tabaraka wa taala give us a tawfiq that we bring this determination within us and then we work on it we make this effort people who got there they made this effort they put themselves forward they really put themselves through the whatever the processes were they didn't hold themselves back they didn't shirk from what had to be done they didn't try to say well okay we'll do some and we'll enjoy some sideline things which are not in order also because now you can't become too serious about life must keep a balance so must keep a balance sometimes you must get burned and sometimes you must is that a balance that sometimes you have some nourishing food and sometimes some poison all the time you eating nourishing food that's not good must eat some poison sometimes is that a balance a person who thinks like that is very imbalanced then something is wrong that person thinking his mind something is problem that imbalance in the mind is making a person think like that how can there be ever any balance in bringing some kind or or accommodating some kind of sin that is a very serious problem insan is insan we are weak we all have our weaknesses we sometimes slip into things but when that slip happens a mu'min can never rest and be casual and be carefree until he has sincerely repented he has shed tears of remorse and regret he has remedied the situation he has mended his relationship with allah taala he has brought about back that noor of iman in his heart and he has washed away the darkness he brought the light on again until then he can't sit at peace person loses something he goes helter skelter looking for it and this is the difference this is why it's so important to be always in zikr that even a zakir a person who is remembering allah taala he is insan as well he too can fall into sin and a person is ghafil he falls into sin obviously because he is ghafil already but even the zakir can slip he is insan but the vast difference between the two is like a person who is already in darkness he is blind completely blind he can't even make out whether it's day or night so now if it was day or he was in the it's night the lights were on flood lights were on and now suddenly that went off the power failed what difference it makes to him he was already in darkness so what did affect him he just remained sitting as he was what is going to bother him he was in darkness and he is now again in darkness and the person who was in light now suddenly allah forbid the masjid lights go off it will put up all of us people will be going quickly helter skelter to look for some backup lighting whatever why because there was light person was in light likewise the person who is constant on his zikr is remembering allah tbaraka wa taala there's light on in his heart and allah forbid something happened and the darkness came he will be restless to bring the light on he will be immediately restless to bring the light on he'll go helter skelter rushing towards salatul tauba rushing towards the zikr of allah taala rushing to get some help and advice from somebody what do i do now how do i remedy the situation because there was light now the darkness came he is feeling bewildered now he is feeling uneasy so this is also the very important aspect we want to get to allah taala 
we need to be constant over tasbihat, our zikr, our tilawat, our Quran Sharif and all the amal, this will keep the light on Allah forbid something happened somewhere by chance insan is insan, he fell that will make him totally restless and he'll run looking for the light Allah tabarak wa ta'ala give us all the tawfiq wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil تبارك وتعالى عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وأصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا يا ربي صل وسلم دائما أبدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم جز الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهله لا إله إلا الله 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 لا إله
دل میرا ہو جا ایک میدان ہو تو ہی تو ہو تو ہی تو ہو تو ہی تو تو ہی تو ہو تو ہی تو ہو تو ہی تو غیر سے بالکل ہی اٹھ جائے نظر تو ہی تو آئے نظر دیکھو جدر اور میرے تن میں بجائے آپ گل درد دل ہو درد دل ہو درد دل نفس و شہتا دونوں نے مل کر ہائی کیا ہے مجھ کو تباہ نفس و شیتا دونوں نے مل کر ہائی کیا ہے مجھ کو تباہ اے میرے مولا میری مدد کر اے میرے مولا میری مدد کر اے میرے مولا میری مدد کر چاہتا ہوں میں تیری پناہ مجھ سا خلق میں کوئی نہیں گو بد کردار ناماشیاں تو بھی مگر غفار ہے یا رب بخش دے میرے سارے گناہ اب تو رہے بس تاد میں آخر وردے زبائیں میرے الہ لا الہ الا اللہ لا الہ الا اللہ لا الہ الا اللہ
ഹബുക്കുള്ളൂലക്കുള്ളൂലക്കുള്ളൂലക്കുള്ളൂലക്കുള്ളൂലക്കുള്ളൂലക്കുള്ളൂലക്കുള്ളൂലക്കുള്
ربنا فإنك تعلم خائنة الأعين وما تخفي الصدور اللهم حبب إلينا الإيمان وزينه في قلوبنا وكره إلينا الكفر والفسوق والعسيان وجعلنا من الراشدين إلى أولى العالمين يا الله most merciful, most gracious, most kind, most loving Allah إلى أولى العالمين يا الله يا الله يا الله all your countless نعمات and bounties يا الله showering upon us in every moment يا الله Above all the other bounties, Ya Allah, you blessed us with Iman, Ya Allah. This is only your favor and grace, Ya Allah. Had it not been for your favor and grace of blessing us with Iman, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we have no idea where we would have been, Ya Allah. Might have been worshipping something else, Ya Allah. You saved us from all that, Ya Allah. You saved us from shirk, Ya Allah. You saved us from kufr, Ya Allah. Ilahu Alameen, you blessed us with Iman, Ya Allah. Alhamdulillah, ala ni'matil Iman. Alhamdulillah, ala ni'matil Islam. Alhamdulillah, ala ni'matil Quran. Ilahu Alameen, Ya Allah, this is only your great blessing and favor, Ya Allah. Ilahu Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we haven't done what we should have been doing to protect this Iman, Ya Allah. To strengthen this Iman, Ya Allah. Ilahu Alameen, out of your grace and mercy, Ya Allah, you protect our Iman, Ya Allah. Ilahu Alameen, increase this Iman in our hearts, Ya Allah. Strengthen this Iman in our hearts, Ya Allah. Ilahu Alameen, you protect this Iman at the time of moth, Ya Allah. Ilahu Alameen, Ya Allah, keep us steadfast with Iman, Ya Allah. Take us with Iman, Ya Allah. Raise us with Iman on the day of Qiyamah, Ya Allah. Ilahu Alameen, you blessed us with all the other bounties and favors, Ya Allah. Countless ni'mas, Ya Allah. All the material benefits you gave us, Ya Allah. Ilahu Alameen, all our limbs and faculties you blessed us with, Ya Allah. Ilahu Alameen, we cannot... Ya Allah, ever express shukar for this, Ya Allah. Allahumma la nufsi thana'an alayk. Allahumma la nufsi thana'an alayk. Anta kama asmaita ala nafsik. Ilahul alameen, Ya Allah. Allah, despite all your countless blessings, Ya Allah. But we have been so ungrateful, Ya Allah. We have been so disloyal, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, we have been so shameless, Ya Allah. We used all your bounties to break your commands, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, Ya Allah, the food that you granted us, we ate, Ya Allah. We gained energy from the food you blessed us with, Ya Allah. We used that energy to sin, Ya Allah. What terrible, Ya Allah, injustice we did, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you forgive us, Ya Allah. Forgive all the major and minor sins, Ya Allah. Forgive what we did deliberately and mistakenly, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, forgive our families, Ya Allah. Forgive our friends and relatives, Ya Allah. Forgive the entire ummah of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ya Allah, show your forgiveness on the ummah, Ya Allah. Show your rahmat on the ummah, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, remove the difficulties and hardships of the ummah, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, blow the winds of hidayat, Ya Allah. Grant us and the entire ummah the tawfiq of that those amal that you are pleased with, Ya Allah. 
Save us from all those things that you are displeased with, Ya Allah. Grant us the tawfiq of those a'mal that bring down your rahmat, Ya Allah. Save us from all such things that bring down azab, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, we acknowledge whatever the difficulties are, is due to our sins, Ya Allah. We have created these hardships, Ya Allah, through our actions, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, forgive us, Ya Allah. Forgive all our sins, Ya Allah. Make us your obedient servants, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, fill our hearts with your muhabbat, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with your muhabbat, Ya Allah. Allahumma rizukna hubbak. Allahumma rizukna hubbak. Wa hubba man yuhibbuk. Wa hubba amali yuqarribu ila hubbik. Allahumma jal hubbak ahabba ilayna min anfusina. Wa ahalina. Wa min al-ma'il barid. Ilahul alameen, Ya Allah. Our greatest need is to become yours, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you make us yours, Ya Allah. You become ours, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, for too long we have been the slaves of nafs and shaitan, Ya Allah. For too long we have been following the ways of Yahud and Nasara, Ya Allah. Allah, how are we going to face Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa on the day of Qiyamah when we will be requiring his shafat and intercession? We'll be hoping for the water of Kosar from his Mubarak hand and we will appear in front of him having done all the things that his enemies wanted us to do, Ya Allah. And we abandon his Mubarak way of life. What kind of face will show him on that day, Ya Allah? What hope can we have of the water of Kosar from his Mubarak hand, Ya Allah? And then what chance is there of our survival, Ya Allah? Forgive us, Ya Allah. Grant us the tawfiq of following the Mubarak Sunnah of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Allah, enable us to shun the ways of the Yahud and Nasara, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, on the day of Qiyamah, when we come in front of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Allah, make him happy with us, Ya Allah. Allah, grant us his Mubarak embrace, Ya Allah. Grant us the water of Kawthar from his Mubarak hand, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, bless us with his Shafat and intercession, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Allah, enable us to perform our five times Salah with Jama'ah, Ya Allah. Grant us khushu and khudu in our salah, Ya Allah. Enable us to perform the kind of salah with which you are pleased with, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Allah, enable us to recite the Qur'an Sharif, Ya Allah, daily in our lives, Ya Allah. Every day of our life, enable us to recite the Qur'an Sharif, Ya Allah. Enable us to make your zikr all the time, Ya Allah. Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, has given us the direction that La yazalu lisanuka ratubam min dhikrillah. Keep your tongue moist in the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala. Ilahul Alameen, you bless us with this ni'mat, Ya Allah. Keep our tongues in your remembrance, Ya Allah. Engage our hearts in your remembrance, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, our hearts were for your remembrance, Ya Allah. Our hearts were for your muhammad, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, instead of your muhammad, Ya Allah. Instead of your zikr, Ya Allah. We filled our hearts with all the filth, Ya Allah. We filled our hearts with all the vices, Ya Allah. If somebody brings a dirty cup in front of us, we get offended. If somebody wants to give us some water to drink, but the cup is not clean, even on the external end of it is not clean, we will feel difficult to take it, we will feel offended about it, but we have, we want your muhabbat in our hearts, yet we filled all the filth in our hearts, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, what great injustice we have done, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, forgive us, Ya Allah. Purify our hearts, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we are making Tawbah from all the sins we have committed, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we are making a firm determination, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, that we want to achieve your muhabbat, Ya Allah. We want to get close to you, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, you assist us, Ya Allah. You guide us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, save us from this ghaflat, Ya Allah. Remove us from this ghaflat, Ya Allah. Enable us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, to do all that which you are pleased with, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, fill our hearts with the importance of salah, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with the importance of tilawat of the Qur'an Sharif, Ya Allah. With the importance of khidmat of deen, Ya Allah. With all the a'mal of deen, Ya Allah. 
ilahul alamin take the greatness of dunya out of our hearts ya allah take the greatness of dunya out of our hearts ya allah ilahul alamin full the greatness of deen in our hearts ya allah the greatness of the amal of deen ya allah make us love deen ya allah make us love the amal of deen ya allah make us love the khidmat of deen ya allah ilahul alamin accept us in our progeny till qiyamah for the khidmat of deen ya allah with ikhlas and afiyat ya allah till our last breath ya allah Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, you overlook all the shortcomings and weaknesses, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, accept the khidmat of all the masajid, Ya Allah. Of the ulama kiram Ya Allah. Of the bakati, Ya Allah. Of the kharqahs, Ya Allah. Of the darul rooms, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah. Of all the organizations of deen, Ya Allah. Of all those who are serving deen in any way, Ya Allah. In the line of haq, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, the work of da'wat and tabliq, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah. You make it all a means of hidayat, Ya Allah. Accept it out of your grace and mercy, Ya Allah. Make it a means of khair for the ummah, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah. Accept us as well for the khidmat of deen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant us ikhlas in everything we do, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah. Nafs and shaitan try to derail us, Ya Allah. They are trying to, Ya Allah, corrupt our intentions, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, only with your grace can we be saved, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, grant us complete sincerity in every action, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah. Grant us the sifat of ihsan, Ya Allah. Bless us with the sifat of ihsan, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, bless us with your nisbat, Ya Allah. Bless us with the nisbat of the awliya'i siddiqeen, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah, all those are sick, give them complete shifa and afiyat, Ya Allah. Those in any kind of difficulty that hardship, remove it with afiyat, Ya Allah. Those in financial problems, Ya Allah, remove it with afiyat, Ya Allah. Grant barakat in, Ya Allah, in each one's risk, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, those who are in debts, make their debts get paid out easily, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, whatever hardship and difficulty, sorrow, anxiety, grief anybody is experiencing, Ilahul Alamin, out of your grace and mercy, remove it with afiyat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, fill the hearts with its minan and sukoon, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah, all those who have passed away, make their maghfirat, Ya Allah. Raise their sages in the akhirat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah. Our time is also coming, Ya Allah. You grant us death on perfect iman, Ya Allah. Grant us death on perfect iman, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah, grant us dhit on tawbat and nasuh, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, make our covered gardens of Jannah for us, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, grant us the shafaat of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ya Allah, give us Jannatul Firdaus without any reckoning, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah, unite the hearts of the Ummah, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of the Ummah, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of spouses, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, unite the hearts of spouses, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, so many homes are on fire, Ya Allah. This fire is burning in so many homes, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, extinguish these fires, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, bring the coolness of Muhammad in the homes, Ya Allah. Bring the coolness of Itminan and Sukun in the homes, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, unite the hearts, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of parents and children, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of brothers and sisters, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of families, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of the Ummah of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah, so much of emphasis your Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam placed on this Muhammad, Ya Allah. He described this Muhammad as a key to Jannah, Ya Allah. Awala adullukum ila shayin, iza fa'altumuhu tahababtum. He declared that you cannot enter Jannah until you have Muhammad, and then taught us how to bring Muhammad by bringing salam, making salam common. Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam went so much to such extent to teach us Muhammad, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we've abandoned his Mubarak way, Ya Allah. We turned our back on his teachings, Ya Allah. Instead of Muhammad, Ya Allah, we have brought about all the kinds of discord, Ya Allah. We are becoming, Ya Allah, more and more far away from Muhammad, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, change the situation with 
afiyat ya allah ilahul alamin remove all the discord ya allah remove all the disputes ya allah ilahul alamin remove all the enmity ya allah remove the malice ya allah remove the jealousy ya allah ilahul alamin unite the hearts with muhabbat ya allah unite the hearts with muhabbat ya allah unite the hearts with muhabbat ya allah grant us hearts that can forgive ya allah grant us hearts that are filled with compassion ya allah grant us hearts that can show kindness ya allah grant us hearts that can overlook ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah grant us hearts that pour out muhabbat ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah and all the good that rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam for ya allah we also begging for it ya allah whatever rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam refuge from and grant us refuge as well ya allah ilahul alamin accept our i'tikaf ya allah accept our fasting ya allah accept the tarawih salah ya allah accept the tilawat of the quran sharif ya allah accept the zikr and dua ya allah accept the efforts of deen that are taking place ya allah ilahul alamin accept the khidmat that people are making ya allah and those who are making our khidmat ya allah allah we are undeserving of anything ya allah out of your grace and mercy allah you reward them ya allah you grant them the best of dunya and akhirat ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah all those who are serving ya allah throughout the world ya allah accept one and all ya allah ilahul alamin wherever itikaf is taking place accept it ya allah make it a means of hidayah for the entire ummah ya allah ilahul alamin protect the haramain sharifain ya allah protect the haramain sharifain ya allah protect masjidul aqsa ya allah allah open the doors of the haramain sharifain for your servants ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah keep the masajid abad ya allah keep the masajid abad ya allah throughout the world keep the masajid abad ya allah allah keep the madaris and makatib abad ya allah ilahul alamin keep the efforts of deen continuing ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah allah you protect the efforts of deen ya allah protect the madaris and masajid ya allah protect the makatib ya allah protect all the efforts of deen ya allah allahumma inna nas'aluka min khayri ma sa'alaka minhu nabiyyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa na'udhu bika min sharri ma sa'adaka minhu nabiyyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam anta almusta'an wa alayka albalagh ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم جزا الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهله ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا يا مولانا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وآله وصحبه معين والحمد لله